you have single-handedly changed our family because of mastermind because i felt safe enough and realized with your help realized that it's not just about the picking up of the toys and the back talk and the productive conversation scripts it's not about that it's about healing myself and becoming a better version of myself and showing up and being able to be that way for my entire family I really credit you with doing something that I literally have not been able to do with countless therapists and all the journaling and all the thinking and all the meditating and all the things. It was because of you. So thank you for helping heal what I thought was unhealable. You're listening to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast with Randy Rubenstein, episode 57. My name is Randy Rubenstein, and welcome to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast, where we believe when your thoughts grow, the conversations in your home flow. Okay, today I have a topic which is all about fear. And I've heard it, I've heard this said by people that I deeply respect, and I have to. I have to disagree with them, but I've heard it said that isn't, you know, a healthy dose of fear is good for kids. It helps to keep them in line. It helps to keep them in check. Like I really, I've heard people preach this, people that I really respect. And the belief has has really been this in our culture that it's fear that keeps people in line. The fear of going to prison prevents some people from breaking the law, or does it? You know, if you look at the prison recidivism rates, it's 83%. Like only 17% of all prisoners actually get rehabilitated. Over two-thirds of them reoffend and return to prison within nine years. Over two-thirds, 83%. Rut row. It seems like fear might not be cutting the mustard in terms of teaching people right from wrong. I mean, that's what the stats say. And what about when parents are operating from a fearful place? Like the mom that is fearful that her quiet first grader will grow to be the kid eating all alone in middle school, so she arranges multiple playdates each week to help better socialize them. But y'all know what happens when you socially engineer like that. These playdates never go well. And her kid constantly says, there's nothing to do. We're bored. So the mom finds herself jumping through hoops, playing Julie the cruise director from the love boat. And she's exhausted. She's exhausted. So her fear is exhausting both her and her child. And now her kid's starting to resent her while also feeling like there might be something wrong with him because he's quiet. And... He doesn't want to play host. But what about the super strict mom of the high school girl who won't allow her teenager to spread her wings a little bit and she tracks her every move on Find My iPhone? Although I have to admit that my husband does that with <laughs> probably with me. He does it with my daughter too. Um, I call him the stalker, but that's another topic for another day. Don't worry, you guys. There's going to be an episode. Maybe I'll call him out on that. He's agreed to do an episode with me, so that's coming up in the future. Um, but, you know, this mom, her daughter knows that she does this. She's that mom. She's the strict mom. So 
I think that that any time our fear-based mind takes over and runs the show, it it never really turns out well if you really look closely. I mean, it's a primal thing, like deep within the part of our brain that was programmed when we were cave people, the amygdala, it's sort of like, you know, it's sort of like when, I shouldn't, I shouldn't compare us to dogs, but I can't help myself. I'm such a dog lover, but it's kind of like my, um, my part Yorkie, Stella, when we had Morty, our hamster, may he rest in peace. We had to, we had to Dr. Kevorkian in him because he had a tumor the size of his head, but that's another topic for another day as well. Um, but when we had Morty, Stella literally stood at Morty's cage all day long, like in the praying mantis position. She just couldn't help herself. Like there was that primal part of her as a terrier that was like, must hunt rodents, rodent living in the house. She's wired for that. I mean, she's, she, she lives in, she's not, you know, that part of her it, that that needs to hunt rodents that goes way, way back. Like that's not necessary anymore. She's like a dog, you know, she's an urban dog. We take her to the groomer and pay way too much money for her. Um, but, but, but she's wired like that. Just like we are wired from that place of fear, that part of our brain that is constantly looking for the tiger in the jungle, for the tiger in the jungle. But it's not a tiger in the jungle. It's just our teenage daughter who wants to go out with her friends and maybe make some bad decisions as teenagers do and be a little impulsive. And I am not sitting here condoning any of those decisions. However, it is a part of teenagehood. So she's not a tiger in the jungle. In this day and age, we have Uber and all kinds of of advancements that we can, you know, when we have a, a good relationship with our kids and we can talk about these things openly, uh, we, we have different ways to help protect them. But living in that state of fear and absolutely preventing any wing spreading, it's never going to turn out well between that mom and that daughter. So anyway, the part the, the bottom line is, is that we aren't cave people. We live in a modern world in a city. Like I live in a city with phenomenal shopping five minutes away. Okay. It's not a tiger. There's no tigers anywhere close to me, except in the Houston zoo behind a beautiful, well, well uh, manicured enclosure. So operating from a place of fear isn't needed or helpful in this day and age. There's so many negative results, you guys, that come from fear. First of all, when we operate from a place of fear, it comes off as graspy and it acts as a repellent to other people. Like think about that graspy friend or, or the love interest that like nobody wants to hang around with the person with that graspy energy who's constantly trying to control everyone around them. Nobody. It's not, you know, it's not fun. And as far as fear being necessary to keep kids in line, it doesn't seem to be doing a very good job with our prisoners. So, I mean, there's some evidence. And kids that are parented with fear simply learn how to lie and be sneakier. It's not an effective measure to help kids make better choices. 
they're going to do the same things that you tried to scare them not to do. You just might not know about it. But the bottom line is, if you think back to when you were a teenager, did you really ever stop doing anything because your parents threatened you or you were scared they were going to find out? Or sometimes did that even heighten the excitement and the adrenaline rush and the sensation? You just got really good about hiding it and concealing it, right? So the fear tactics that many parents use to scare their kids not to do things, the high school mom with the teenage daughter who's operating from such a place of fear, understandable, please. How many times can I talk to my daughter about date rape and, and how important sobriety is in terms of never letting your guard down? It's just a scary world, you know? I'm like, look, it's not, I mean, if for no other reason than you cannot put your guard down. It's a scary world out there. So I have that conversation with her a lot of the time. However, at the end of the day, she's gonna have to police herself. I gotta give her the tools and teach her to police her. Now we can have lots of conversations about this, but I have to give her the tools. If I try and micromanage her, all she's gonna do is get sneakier. Does that make sense? Do you guys get that? And when we use fear tactics that involve aggression and intimidation, well, that just results in your kids hating your guts. So there's that, right? Like, I think we can all agree that uh, hatred between our kids and ourselves, it's, it's not a good thing. That never turns out well. That's not our goal. So remember, you guys, as I like to say, what we focus on grows. Focus on fear and you'll get more of the thing you're most fearful of. That's the way it works nowadays. So if you're using fear, threats, and verbal or physical aggression to parent, be prepared for a super effed up relationship with your kids in the future, really. Just please hear me when I say there is such a better way. I'm dying to teach it to you. Like, that's why you're here with me. There is such a better way. You do not need to scare the living crap out of your kids. It's not effective and it will damage your relationship. So I, I don't judge, right? Like I don't judge for doing, for you doing what was done for you. You may have never even questioned it. That's what we do when things are programmed in our subconscious brain. We don't, we don't question it just as what comes online for us. But when you do start to question it, when you do start to get curious right? I think it's really impressive. I think it's really impressive that you have it in you and you're like, I'm going to be a trailblazer. I, I do want to do it differently. I do believe her. So if you're ready to be the parent that maybe nobody really wants to say this, but maybe the parent that you wished you'd had, like, please keep listening. You guys, please reach out if you're ready to fast track your results. And that's what I have to say is Fear, coming from a place of fear, we're, we're, we're telling you, now, it, I mean, we are telling you, doesn't work. Coming from a place of love, coming from a place of connection, coming from a place of pack leadership, coming from a place of open, productive conversations and real communication and being on the same team with your kids and being their soft place to land, hmm, 
that is how you get the big results. That is what works. Okay, that's what I've got for you guys. Have a great week. Hey, podcast listeners. If you happen to have a strong-willed kid who is kind of pushing every one of your buttons lately, I have a resource for you. I made you guys a free guide where you're going to get some tools and tips and strategies to quickly get on the road to creating a happier household. I know you're pulling your hair out. I wanted to make you something so you could start getting some quick wins and building some momentum. So if you want to grab your copy, just go to mastermindparenting.com forward slash free guide and I hope you enjoy it.